You're going to remember this every day for the rest of your life. If you want to get to a goal, if you want to get to your dream, you've got to focus on all the little steps. You have to put in your time. You have to be patient and you have to enjoy the process. Whatever you're doing now, whatever you want to be great at, whatever you want to be special at, I'm sure you, you may be already be good at it, but to be extraordinary, you have to do extra. I firmly believe that we are all here for a very specific reason, to do something truly extraordinary. But what are you going to do to get there? Welcome to the Megna Method Podcast. I am fortunate today to sit down with Amanda Cerny. She is a huge, huge social media star. Instagram, Snapchat, Vine, everything. She's the most watched on Snapchat, Insta Story, and I've had the privilege of training her the last few days, but it's been fun. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Hey, thank you. I'm exhausted after our workout already. Yeah? You're like, hey, let's do a podcast right after you work out. I don't buy that. (laughs) Amanda, you can't see her, but she's very fit and she's very tough. And I say she's tough because a lot of my clients push, they push hard. A few of them like to, I call them taking uh, strategic breaks. They take a lot of rest. (laughs) So they'll start asking me about my life to try to deter me from the next set. But Amanda's really focused and she works very hard. So way to go. Hey, thank you. So what brings you to Miami this time around? Um, I was here to shoot a video. Um, I can't really talk about it yet. but And then I'm also doing meetings at a couple here. My manager's based out of Miami and L.A. Mm. So meeting up with him in Miami to get some work done. And then to see family too. So. Nice. So for the people who may not know how huge you are, I believe everyone probably does know at this point, I personally was told about your success and fame on the social media platforms by a good friend. And I checked out the videos and I thought the videos were great. And I laughed. And I think (laughs) I laughed because when you usually laugh at a joke, in my opinion, it's so funny because it's so true. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> why, yeah, that's why it's funny because <laughs> it's true. And we've all been there at some point. So tell us what your start. And, and I know you went to Florida State mm-hmm. and your major was? International business. International business. Yes. You speak any other languages? I'm learning right now. Every morning I'm doing two hours of Spanish lessons. Nice. Starting at 8.30 a.m. To uh, coincide with your trips to Miami. Yes. Yeah. you don't know Spanish, you're in trouble, my friend. I know. I, I want to learn it fluently, too. So I'm going to be doing a trip to, like, Cuba, Colombia, and just, like... Nice. So you'll have to meet me out there to train me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cuba. 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 So after Florida State, mm-hmm. talk us through it. Yeah, so after Florida State, I started doing modeling, and then that's kind of what moved, moved me down to Miami, and I was going back and forth between Miami and L.A., like, nonstop, and... I was doing um, hosting for live EDM events in Miami. So I was like, all right, you know, that's fun, but I wanted, I've always liked acting and I wanted to get more into that. And in Miami, it's very limited. So I was like, all right, I gotta move out to Los Angeles and make that move because my whole family's from here. Your whole family's from here. Is yeah. that a miss him while you're gone? Um, I mean, no, I've <laughs> I've always been super spontaneous. She does not miss her family. Because <laughs> I see them <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I visit. I'm a good daughter. There's a big difference between uh, Miami, Miami Beach, and L.A. I believe there is. Yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah. What are the differences? Um, I feel like L.A. is, you know, su- I wouldn't I yeah. wouldn't say Miami's say not it. super focused, but 
I feel like LA is just, you know, everybody's just always working. Everybody's just like wanting to reach that next step of like, you know, their careers more so in entertainment and even like in technology and all that stuff. I feel like it all kind of starts techie. Yeah. In LA and like San Fran, but in Miami, I feel like it's more laid back. You know, there's a lot of retirement here. It's like club life, nightlife promoters like yeah. you if you're serious about partying Miami is a great place yeah I, it's very distracting when I visit but <laughs> <laughs> my manager always sends me back to LA he's like all right that's enough you're going back you probably get half the work done here as yeah you do in LA. yeah but it's also I guess it's um this is where you create those like friendships and stuff too like coming from Miami and going to LA mm-hmm. like I've met so many people that I'm still like am in contact with today and right. then now I actually do some business with like back and forth and being productive in LA cool. so it's like you you create a network and it's all so different than you know your LA network but yeah and it intertwines a lot I mean everyone knows that the people that travel to New York LA and usually end up in Miami and vice versa yeah That's the trifecta yeah absolutely <laughs> big three I call them so when did you start uh with the social media mm-hmm. rise and and let's talk us through it because some people are on Instagram and social media and um, Snapchat of course and they have a smaller following did you set out you have how many subscribers are on YouTube I'm looking at the stats right here in the computer mm-hmm. 1.3 million subscribers you probably have more by now right yeah um that's on my so my main channel on YouTube I have 1.3 million and I don't like post that often on there, but mm-hmm. I'm going to start posting more um, and then on my vlog channel I have 700,000 and then on my Instagram I have 12.1 million and then on my Facebook I have 7 million on my Twitter I don't know like 700,000 and then Snapchat I get 2 million opens and then Insta story I get same two million opens mm-hmm. no. did you set out to build something like that was that your goal was that your intention because a lot of people are going to listen to this show that want to try to pick up on your hacking system protocol whatever it is i'll tell you everything I know. secrets let's go <laughs> spill well for me it started different like i when i came out to la i wanted to do more acting so i would go to agencies and management companies and be like nah, like you don't have a real I was like, okay, got to make it real. So a lot of my friends said YouTube, and I was like, all right, well, maybe if I'm in their videos, I can build my own reel. So I was, like, bothering them. I'm like, hey, put me in your videos so I can, like, build my own reel. And I'm like, I'm here. I'll do whatever. And then so one of my friends, Jimmy Tatro, he was, like, had to film something in uh, New Orleans. So he was filming 22 Jump Street. And then Great movie. Yeah, it was hilarious. (laughs) Um so he was out there filming that and he's like but there's this new app that people are starting to use called vine you should use it and it's a good like intro into making your own videos it's only six seconds and so i started making vines and they were six second long six seconds long and i was doing these comedic skits for six seconds that very few people were doing on the app so it was mm-hmm. good timing for me and so i would be on the popular page all the time because they had one on vine and more people were exposed to my content and with that, I kept getting better and better at like creating my own content because I was learning. I was right. I was doing it. I didn't go to school for film or anything. Right. And then I started doing Insta- Instagram videos, which were 15 seconds. And I was like one of like the first ones that were really ma- was making content solely for Instagram, solely for Vine, like exclusive content. Mm-hmm. So or original content for the platforms. 
and then I moved it to Facebook and then I moved it to YouTube and then I started doing Snapchat when it first became public to a large amount of people so I would do um uh, improvs like a Cerny story so I would improv 60 second stories for people to watch mm-hmm. so I was always creating like narratives on different platforms that not many people were doing at the time so it allowed me to be exposed to a lot a bigger audience because the platforms would promote me as well because mm-hmm. I was doing that for them but with that I, I think the advice I could give is that it's consistent content especially now if you're consistent making quality content um, you know you're gonna build an audience because you're creating loyal fans that way and then it's also unique content you can't do the oh uh, she wants to look at my phone jokes and I'm gonna mm-hmm. say hell no and then that's <laughs> it and then that's the joke yeah. but it's like <laughs> I see a lot of those by the way yeah. I'm like oh man I saw that three years ago that's rough exactly but so now it's just making like super creative unique content um, consistent you know if you can do collaborations like if you have friends that have somewhat of a following or mm-hmm. create a group around you of friends that are motivated that helps a lot too and comedy is always shared the most on social media because people like to smile oh, and laugh yeah. oh yeah and we, it's need, like, we need it yeah people tag their we friends in it. it right so how do you come up with the content because as you said I see a lot of corny things the mm-hmm. stuff that you do the one I saw uh, one of the trainers said oh Mark you know who she is the one she does the one with the trainer <laughs> And I said, I think I do. And I saw it and I was crying laughing because I see that stuff a lot. So relatable. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) relatable. How do you come up with your content? Where do you get your ideas? Did you early on, did you study other people doing this and see what they were doing? Yeah. Well, I just kind of did what made me laugh in the beginning. So it's like what things that I thought were like either stupid, funny or just funny. And I would just you know, make that. And now I look back at my vines and I'm like, oh God, <laughs> like that worked. Hey. But then, so it's just like you're bettering yourself all the time. And even with like concepts of things, like I'm so sick of like the generic like comedy concepts. Cause I, now I see it all the time on my feed. So mm. I'm like bored of it. Like now for myself, I'm even like going out and finding a videographer that could just do more cinematic shots because I have such a large, large audience right. now. I'm like, not wanting to shoot things on my phone anymore. Right. So. so are there anyone that early on you were like, man, they make crazy content, awesome content. I got to do stuff like that. I'm trying to get to that level. Anyone that you could think of or not necessarily? Yeah. In the beginning, um, somebody who was doing it initially was, you know, um, Zach King was doing like oh, yeah. awesome right. content. But, right. you know, he went to school for editing and the special effects. He did. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he's like, you know, super creative in that sense. And he had the education behind it. So he was mm-hmm. able to do that. But then with um, others would be, I guess, like Key and Peele. Like they started on YouTube, but then, you know, they were able to get a whole production behind them because their content was just so funny. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of supporters. Um, my One of my best friends, King Batch, is hilarious. He's and, great. Yeah. And I figured out who he was through you watching your uh, clips. But awesome. he's yeah. funny, man. Yeah, funny he's like guy. natural, like hilarious so what you said six seconds the vine was six seconds right mm-hmm. and i saw i saw him do the uh that backflip no it was the batman superman oh yeah and someone asked him what can be accomplished in six seconds mm-hmm. and i was i was kidding wait i'm like i can't wait that's a great question <laughs> it was he did uh batman fighting superman where it's really not a fight so superman squashed his head or made it just smack them mm-hmm. what kind of things can you get accomplished in six seconds what were you doing do you remember any early ones yeah you'd be surprised like in six seconds we would do sometimes like 12 cuts in six seconds so it's like you have like 12 different angles and 
six seconds of something happening but it's so weird like we would edit something and there was like a thing before you can edit on vine like you just had to record everything then and that was it mm-hmm. then like we all got these hacks that we would have to get um a jailbroken i think that's what it's called yeah ipad oh ipad and then it had to be through an ipad and then you would upload the content through the ipad and hack into the app and then upload the content just to get the edit up but then vine figured it out and they were like okay let's add it to the app so they don't have to hack into our app anymore so then we started doing that but like the 0.5 seconds extra that we would get from Mm. 6.5 6.5 seconds was like heaven for yeah, us. Huge. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. like, oh, we can get a good editing. So early on, it was you, but how many people are on the? You started doing this just by yourself solely, correct? Yeah. Well, I started because my friend Jimmy like recommended the oh, right, app right. to me. How many people on your production team now? Um. Well, I'm still building it, so now I'm getting a videographer and an editor because now I edit like all my stuff. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot, but I have um, a vlog editor now. I was doing that every day too. I would film a vlog every day for my YouTube channel, and then because people just want to see more and more from you, so it's like endless. I'm a rookie. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm on Instagram, and it takes me a lot of time to do something that's mindful and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. You're on how many platforms? Um, I would say I'm posting different content on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seven platforms yeah. so my thought is that for instagram <laughs> with me it's it's overwhelming for me yeah for you it's your job you do it all day people don't understand that this is absolutely more than a full-time job oh my gosh yeah it's crazy yeah. so how do you jockey do you have to put more time into snap more time in instagram like just i prioritize like um for me my largest platform and i feel like the most used by a lot of you know a large audience is Instagram so I'll spend time creating like a video a day for Instagram and then I'll post like two pictures you know with mm. creative captions or whatever <laughs> and then insta story so relevant oh my gosh and there's live streaming too I forgot about that that's right yeah <laughs> live streaming I see it pop up I'm like I'm losing I see yeah. everyone else doing <laughs> but live streaming's a, a bit easier except you know if you're if your friends aren't used to you doing social media they're like what the hell is she doing <laughs> like it's like I have like cameras at every angle so but um yeah it's like I'll, I'll prioritize Insta- Instagram and then you know I'll do snaps throughout the day that's like it doesn't have to be at a certain time so mm-hmm. and same with Insta story you try to do a little bit different content on the two platforms okay. and then YouTube is once a week um, for my main channel. I do vlogs every day on my other channel, so I'll send off my footage to the editor every night. And then Facebook, I just kind of share through Instagram or I'll create um, unique posts for Facebook throughout the day. And then Twitter's just like random thoughts, so. Twitter, so is Twitter dying? No, I think Twitter is gonna be around for a while just because it's such a great news platform. Yeah, it's quick, Yeah, It's, it's so super quick. Mm-hmm. It now is what are your thoughts on the Instagram Snapchat? The Instagram raided the house of Snapchat and stole mm-hmm. something. Is Snapchat going to die at any point? What's your thought? Well, if you look back at history, so like with the Vine, Instagram created in like Instagram videos. So the Viners that were using Instagram, we had six seconds, and then Instagram was like, no, we'll give you 15 seconds. And we're like, ooh. Yeah. So we go over to Instagram yeah. and we start making like. A little bit longer content for Instagram and then you know we're cutting down that Instagram content for Vine so it's like recycled content now for Vine right. so like people are like why don't I just go to Instagram 
And I feel like it's the same thing with Snapchat. Now you have everything all in-house with Instagram, so why would you go to Snapchat? Except the only thing I feel like what's keeping people on Snapchat now is their filters. Oh, like, right, right, right. Because right. they're... Okay. And I think Instagram knows that too, and they, they're they smart. They're, so. work, they're working on it. Yeah. yeah sure. So. Do you think Snapchat... The Snapchat audience is relatively a younger audience as opposed to the Insta story. Um, I feel like people are you definitely, but I feel like people are using Insta story more because they're discovering it more. Like mm-hmm. initially, a lot of people didn't even know what Insta story was, and we're still like trying to figure out the app. But Snapchat's not a user-friendly platform either. Like so, it's no, it is not. Yeah, it's not. It confuses a lot of people. So for Insta story, it does make it a bit easier once you kind of figure it out, and there's like all these guides to it. So I feel like eventually, Insta story will take over because it's like, you know, you have Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. like they're killing it. But Snapchat, the reasons why I think it would survive is because of the messaging platform and how it just disappears. But now Instagram has that too. So. Right. I just feel like whatever's easier, people are going to use. Okay. Now, in your in the, your it says genre. I'm looking at the computer. A little bit of information on yourself: comedy and skits. Mm-hmm. Were you a funny child growing up? Um, I was a bit of like a prankster growing up, I guess. A prankster. <laughs> so, yeah. So you would you say you your personality off camera matches your personality on camera, or yeah, a bit of the uh, your alter egos are coming out. Yeah, well, I think I think it's a little mixed because when I first meet people, I I feel like I come off kind of like just super business, like a professional <laughs> almost, and you know just one tone. But um, then around my friends, like I completely loosen up and I just become mm-hmm. just super goofy, and they know me as people would see me on like you know Instagram or mm-hmm. whatever. But I do play characters on Instagram. That's like where the the acting comes, and I hope I'm not like that in real life in some of my skits. <laughs> Someone asked me, "Oh my gosh, she must be so funny in real life." I'm like, "Ah, really? She's not that funny." You're like, no, I'm she like, just she's not that funny. She actually went through the workout, didn't say a word. She was pretty focused. <laughs> but that was also the first few times I met you, so, and um, I, I can understand that you want to get through your workout. You don't want to make it a comedic uh, event, so th- I understand that. But how about the other people that in your circle, like King? They're they're pretty much the same on camera as they are off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Batch is the same on and off. Like um, when. I'm doing a workout with Batch. I want to kill him because he's next to me. I'm like doing a plank and he's just like cracking jokes next to me. I'm like, shut up. I'm trying to <laughs> do this plank. But it's uh, it's funny. It's good to have that energy though. For sure. So where do you want to take it now from where you are? What, what other projects do you have in the works? Um, acting. So mm. I'm with uh, CAA as my agency and then um so i'm doing more castings and auditions for pilot season i'm actually producing my own show for um a platform and doing 10 episodes so oh, awesome can you yeah. tell us a little bit about the show or not really um well we're still figuring it out so the the deal's done i'm making it but we're just okay. figuring out the concept and everything okay. behind it do we know we're just going to make the show you we you're going to make the show mm-hmm. or you're going do we know what station it's on or what channel yeah it's uh called black pills okay and they they're doing a lot of content this year with like a lot of different actors and okay so it's going to be quality content for sure and and that's what a lot of platforms are doing now there's like full screen there's netflix there's um go 90 so it's mm-hmm. like youtube red so i feel like all the content is moving to these like social platforms and but it's traditional content now okay the two worlds are like colliding do you have anyone that you you've you know been a goal or a lifetime goal to work with 
actors, directors, producers, anything like that? Yeah, uh, well, I love Will Ferrell. Oh, <laughs> He's <man>. amazing. <laughs> I could see how that would be your... your <laughs> Pie in the sky, big goal to work with him. Yeah, he's hilarious. You worked brothers? with him before? <clears throat> no, no, I've never even met him before. I mean, he's so. I just saw something on Instagram the other day, just him in that half cut off shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man, he's so funny. <laughs> well, he did that on SNL too. The more cowbell. Oh, do you remember? Yes, yeah. I, I do. <laughs> more cowbell. Yeah, he was like belly shirt. It's hilarious. He was good. He was the best. I I can't stop thinking about old school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. He's brilliant, Frank the Tank. Well, did you see the Lifetime movie he did? No. It's hilarious because there's no comedy in it whatsoever. It's him and Kristen Wiig, and they're doing a Lifetime movie, and you're watching it like, all right, it's going to get funny. It's going to get funny. It's just so serious the whole way through, and you're just like, at the end of it, you're like, that was actually good, and it's so funny because yeah. they, they tricked you. I don't think I want to see him in that role. No, you have to. It's really? a, Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, he's actually a good He's very talented. I mean, obviously for the comedic side, but mm -hmm. I, he can play guitar. He can sing. Yeah. He can do so many different things. <laughs> like Adam Sandler. Have you remember Adam Sandler when he actually performed Lunch Lady Land on Saturday Night Oh, Live? yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, that was he was amazing. <laughs> like That was really good. And Chris Farley came out and started doing the oh, Lunch Lady Land. Oh, Chris dance. Farley. Chris Farley was the best, man. God rest his soul, man. He was so great. And I, I worked with um, Adam Sandler's nephew on a movie called The Deported, like, this past year. The and Deported so, as The Departed, an offset of The Departed? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't put two <laughs> and two together. Um, but it's it's so funny because they look so much alike. <laughs> so I'm, like, just staring at him, like, oh, this is funny. And then Adam's wife came on set and everything. Oh, so cool. it's like he's, like, so building his career. I, I used to train uh, Adam Shankman. You know who that is? Mm -hmm. So he created the... Um, TV show So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, okay, cool. He also did the Step Up movies, all of them. Oh, And he was awesome. like, this is torture. I have to do another one, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I asked him a few questions. He did Rock of Ages, the movie. Oh, cool. So I asked him questions about Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I said, what's Tom Cruise like? He said, and I trained him on the set and actually Tom, Tom Cruise's trailer. It was very interesting. I said, what is Tom Cruise like? He said, he stopped, he took a breath, and he said, life-threatening positivity. <laughs> like you've never seen a guy this up before in your life. Like really? You'll look over to like the 11th cameraman and he's like, Bill, this is going to be the greatest take you've ever had in your entire life. <laughs> and anyway, Adam Shankman said that, um, who was it on the, he was working on set. Oh, Adam Sandler. Mm -hmm. he, he worked on it with Adam Sandler and a few other films. He doesn't want to do more than one take. Oh yeah. He was like, is it good? He's like, well, we should do another one. He's like, no, we do it. Is it good enough? If it's good enough, next take. Awesome. You just go on to the next. And as that's I've great. Yeah, I've seen things shot 120 times in a row. I want to shoot myself. Yeah. Now that's super productive. Absolutely. So um, tell us more about your future goals in these different projects. I mean, you're going to start your own company, your own production company. And what else I'm, is going on? Yeah, I'm just doing it step by step. Like for me, I just want to you know, be involved in others' projects as well, you know, mm -hmm. like well-known producers, directors, and kind of build my credibility that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been involved in, like, a lot of projects even in the past three years of, you know, social media taking off has been, like, a huge help And like, you know, besides going into the casting rooms and, you know, people are looking at numbers now. So uh, oh, you're yeah. following because you're oh, basically, yeah. you're bringing a whole network with you. That's right. Um, so yeah i just want to be involved in others projects like more of those and you know like i said i'm doing my own right now and then we'll just take it step by step like my i guess my ultimate goal would be to 
you know, first <laughs> be in a larger movie that's, mm-hmm. you know, a lead role. And then, you know, yeah, it's always an option to create my own production company. Because basically right now I'm just creating endless content all right. the time. So <laughs> I'm essentially building a whole team around me and that could turn into something else in the future with like brands, right. et cetera. Right. So. Like you said before, building those relationships is huge. Yeah. And you're going to have to reach out to those people at some point. If not, you already are. Mm-hmm. So when you do Snap, you're on Snap. Uh, I wanted to ask you this question before I forgot. So forgive me. You're on Snap. You're on Snap all day. Yeah. <laughs> you does know, because I'm like, hey, snap me during yeah, this yeah. workout. She's like, can you hold this phone and get this? Right. No problem. <laughs> it's no problem. Is it get annoying? Does it ever get annoying? Do you ever get sick of it? Honestly. Um, Not of Snapchat. It's it's fun for me because it's like you're telling kind of like your storytelling throughout your day. So it's cool. But the thing that I probably annoys me the most is the vlogs. So it's like carrying <clears throat> because on your phone, it's easy. Like you have it and it's not super obnoxious, right. but with a vlog camera, you have a tripod, you have this <laughs> camera, not many people do vlogs, right. everybody does Snapchat. So you're bringing this massive camera around with you and putting it in people's face. You're walking into a door with a camera up to somebody's face. So it's like super invasive for some people and that, you know, I'm, I like to think I'm polite. So, <laughs> but with vlogging, you have to just be like, you just have don't to care be in their face yeah does anyone ever tell you to get out of your get out of my face i don't want that please don't record this no because you have a camera in their face so yeah, exactly. <laughs> more so people are just like oh okay <laughs> have you been around anyone else that just does not want to re- be recorded like, um yeah but it, that's usually it's different celebrities or whatever right, right. for whatever reason but um most actually want to be in the vlogs now yeah, it's weird sure. it's changed so much like i remember in the beginning when I was doing Vine, we'd be like, oh, that'd be cool to like get a celebrity in this one and do a video like this. And now it's like, now we have celebrities, managers reaching out to mm-hmm. put them in our videos or right, be in right. our skits or. Right. Like those cameos, like Entourage and things like that. Yeah. Um, are you recognized everywhere you go? Uh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. In Miami? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Younger, older, both. Both, like my demographics are younger, like 13 to 17, and also 18 to 24. And then I have a large audience too that's, you know, 19, what is it, 25? That's mm-hmm. or 30 something. And then so it's like mo- the majority is 18 to 24 for me. Mm-hmm. But in Miami, in LA, in Europe, it's just all around the world because you're exposing yourself to so many different platforms, and each platform has a specific, like, in Brazil, they use a lot of Facebook, and so it's yes, like, they do. so you know, I have a large Brazilian audience on Facebook. In Turkey, like I have a large following mm-hmm. on Twitter from Turkey. So Turkey. it's like, <laughs> go Turkey. <laughs> so, uh, are there other people like that will you know want to come up to you, autographs? They you know want to, you're out buy your drink. Yeah, nobody really cares about autographs as much anymore. They just want a selfie. A selfie. Yeah. A big selfie. <laughs> That's the okay. autograph now. And you're, you're okay to take a selfie all uh, the time. For sure, no yeah. Deal. It's going to build. Mm-hmm. Well, what about um, you're out at a restaurant, someone wants to buy you a drink. Are you pretty private when you're out? You want to be to yourself? Are you okay with someone like, you know, getting in your business when you're out on your personal time with your friends or let's say your family or something? Yeah, I feel like people are normally pretty polite when they come up and they just, you know, want to take a selfie or mm-hmm. just like some people want to talk for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm okay with it for sure. Like for 
if anything, it's it's it would be my fault because I'm posting all the time yeah. on Snapchat and Insta Story, and people come up to me feeling like they've known me their whole lives because right, right, right. they're watching me every day. So they'll come up and be like, "Oh, Amanda," and give me a hug. Oh, it's so good to see you. And I'm like, "Oh, where did I meet this person?" And then they're just like, "Oh, so so sorry. I just I follow you on Instagram and Snapchat. I just see you every day, and I, mm. I just feel like I know you." And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, it's so cool that social media can connect people like yeah. that. Bring people together from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And all, everything that we see on social media, because there's always like, for example, the more drama that's on social media, the more it builds, the more attention it draws, as we all know. Oh, yeah. So is that drama that we see on social media all the time, most of the time, 50% of the time, 100% of the time, is that, are those real occurrences? Yeah. For, for you. You. Oh, for me, I don't really have much. I only had one situation that was very true. So, <laughs> but, what was that? Um, there was a person that was just like deleting my content all the time. So I just like stopped being their friend. <laughs> but that was like the drama that I had. But um, but for other people, it happens all the time. Like as for some YouTubers, they do it. That's I would say. It's like 50 50 because mm-hmm. you have to look at celebrities nowadays too. like they're in fake relationships or they're in like Seriously. creating drama just to have press around it. It's the same thing with social media because now influencers are essentially celebrities because mm-hmm. that's where they're viewed most and that's what people watch most. Right. So in, you know, being do you ever get like self-conscious about being on social media like man i gotta fix my hair i gotta fix my makeup because you're going to be on it all day and everyone's going to see you checking yeah in. i figured that um i don't really have to worry about that because um people like seeing the real you too if i'm done up all the time it's not realistic it's not people like to be able to like you said relatable content mm-hmm. right right so if somebody's just looking gorgeous flawless all the time it's like okay that gets boring like, you can't really connect with that person because they have no flaws that's what yeah. it seems, seems like right exactly how about relationship stuff if you have that camera this mm-hmm. is what i was thinking i started to watch the watch your content you know with mark mark told me all about you and i'm like i'm thinking what would that be like if it's you you're on a date and it's like every single moment you might not want to do that on that first date or oh yeah um, I probably would skip vlogging that day. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think there's moments where, you know, you wouldn't necessarily vlog. Like if I don't know my sister's pregnancy, like she would kill me if I was in there with my vlog camera. <laughs> so, it's real. Yeah, I was like, sorry, Nicole, I gotta do it. <laughs> Subscribers. That's funny. No, I think you. It's a little give and take. Uh, but especially when you're first meeting somebody and trying to like. Like if it was a date and trying to like connect with that person, you can't, it's not, doesn't feel as real if you just have a camera in their face the whole time. So, but uh, that's more like intimate dates or whatever. But when you're meeting somebody, if I do, I do that often. Like mm-hmm. if I'm just meeting somebody, but it's for a photo shoot or it's for, you know, let's say we're doing like a podcast or something right, like right, we're doing right. now, I'll walk up with my vlog camera and be like, Hey, we're here. Da, da, da. So it's yeah. And it is fun. definitely something, you know, Dave Grubman, right? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Like I actually, w- I wasn't watching anyone, and then one of the my trainers, Grant, who trains Dave, said, "You got to watch Dave Snapchat. It's oh hilarious." My gosh, he's so, funny. so now I do watch it. I mean, he's like always on, always happy. He just doesn't he, care. He, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. And I had him on my podcast. He was great. <laughs> yeah, so he was so distracted, but he told me some great stories about his rise in uh, the business. It was really great. Uh, A lot of people listened to that one actually, but you know, your 
would you ever have have foreseen that you'd be in this position and be in this role like when you were at Florida State Mm -hmm. would you did you think you'd be here where you are I mean because you've kind of found like your niche Mm-hmm. You know, in this in this in this crazy social media world, and I think you've done it in a positive way. I don't see a lot of people hating on Amanda. Yeah, but for me, that was a process. Like in the beginning, um, in Vine, I would get so much hate in the beginning because you're like, that's what people love to do on mm-hmm. social media, and so you don't have a oh, yeah. a strong like you have a fan base, but they're not super loyal yet because or appreciate you as much yet because you're new and they're just randomly seeing your content. Mm-hmm. Like I spent. I, th- I feel like my fans really appreciate me now because it's like I've been doing this every single day for them for the past like three, four years. Mm-hmm. So it's like I they see the hard work that I do and, yeah. you know, they enjoy my content. Yeah, it, t- it, it took years. It really took years. Now, with mm-hmm. me, with personal training and fitness, I have people that message me all the time. They want to ask about it, learn about exercises, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. They're trying to get whatever information or knowledge mm-hmm. I have trouble keeping up with it and I have no one messaging me compared to <laughs> someone like you how do you keep up with it do you do it yourself or do you have a team yeah no I do it all myself all yourself <laughs> and you get back to everyone yeah well there's a lot of emails and stuff that you know I'll read I'll try to respond to them but realistically I it's you can't <laughs> I don't but know how you do it. I do read all my comments, though, on <laughs> on Instagram. You just hear that? She reads all her comments. <laughs> and I like them. Because now on Instagram, you can like them, and you don't have that's to right. respond to everyone. Yes. So I'm like, oh, if I like one, I could just like it, that's and right. it's good. That's right. But it, I feel like it's important to read what your fans are saying and stuff, too, because that's you're getting immediate feedback for the content that you're putting out. Oh, so yeah. it's like learning, and I love learning. So it's just educating me by reading what people think. Cool. If you were to pass, you know, a few tips or something really important on to a younger person trying to get into the business or become a social media guru or the person that you are here, you're very popular on these platforms. What would you pass on to them that would be incredibly useful? Uh, well, a good example of this is, um, yeah, I call him my brothers, uh, Justin Roberts. Uh-oh. He's like, you know, he's he's great. He's younger. He's 14, and he's doing social media content all the time now. But at he, Justin Roberts, right? at Justin Roberts, 44. Um, Very funny. <laughs> yeah. So he's doing um, social media content now and he just got into it like he was doing, um, you know, more YouTube stuff. And I was like wanting to start to do more Instagram videos. And then so I was giving him some like advice and pointers on that. And he just killed it with like the advice I gave him, which was, you know, like I said, create consistent content, mm-hmm. um, create unique content that you know fits your capabilities of like acting or like what you want to do so yeah Um, so my advice is consistent content unique and you know just not giving up on it too if you get negative comments like I remember in the beginning when I was posting, it was like horrible. Like I would read some of the things. I'd be like, "Oh God, <laughs> like yeah. who could think of that?" It, it can definitely ruin your day. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm sponsored by a supplement company, and every week I used to do the workout Wednesday. I do a training session, and there'd be a thousand comments. Mm-hmm. Nine hundred and ninety of those comments were ripping me to pieces. <sighs> this guy's ugly. He's not strong. He looks terrible. He's not in shape. He's not lean. What a loser. He's not. I'm like. But none of that is true. That can ruin. <laughs> that, that can ruin your day, though. You know, you have to have thick skin. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if not, you're gonna build it. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. just oh, yeah. keep that's, going. That's absolutely true. When all this is, when this is all said and done. How would you like to be remembered, you know, by the, you know, by the world? Um, 
as a positive influence. I, I feel like another one of my big goals would be to, you know, just do more for the world. This seems like a pageant speech, but mm-hmm. in general, there's like a lot. I have such a voice with, you know, yeah. all these people yeah. that follow me and I feel like I could do a lot more with that. And my goal in the past like couple of years was just to continue to build my following and you know then when i get to like a comfortable place you know be able to do more with it and i, I feel like this year that is one of my goals it's like i used to do a lot with haiti and now nice. you know i i want to do more like for the children with education so i feel like it's so important but yeah i just want to be remembered with making people happy and you know smile more and maybe just do more for the world that's awesome. So. You definitely make them laugh in a, in, a, in a good way. Awesome. With you. Thank you. So the last thing I come to on the uh, Magnum Method podcast is a speed round of questions. The <gasps> first one I'm staring at is favorite food, but I know that you're vegan. Mm-hmm. So figs. Figs. I love figs. Fresh figs. Fresh figs. They're so good. One at a time, the whole box, the whole bag. I the like whole eat the whole little thing. Oh, yeah, that's them. right. The little round thing. Yeah, and then you just eat them and it's just like syrup. Like, oh, I want one. Sugar. Mm. <laughs> favorite ritual. Ritual? Yeah. Um, Favorite ritual would be getting ready. Oh, no, <laughs> not the vlogging. Uh, it'll be getting ready for bed. So, like, just uh, washing my face, doing a face mask, and just Every like, night? Oh, yeah. I try to. Okay. But I, I do different ones, so it's not like the same thing on my face all the time. Okay. I switch it up. Okay, getting ready for bed. Yeah. A unique habit that most people wouldn't know about. Um, Unique habit. Hmm. What do I do a lot? I don't know what habits I have. A lot of people know of my habits because I <laughs> post it every day. That's a day. good point. That's a good point. They probably see them. So yeah. There's really nothing unique because we see them all the time. Or we could be unique, though. Would working out be considered a habit? Yeah, possibly. All right. Well, everybody knows about that, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> Favorite pastime? Something you like to do uh, on your downtime? Uh, something I like to do on my downtime. I love jet skiing. Jet skiing. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Favorite sports team? Uh, Steelers. That's not your fault. It's okay. <laughs> Born in Pittsburgh. Okay. Go AB. <laughs> favorite. Do you have a favorite athlete? Ben. Ben. God. Oh, or Russell Westbrook. Okay. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's a great one. Mm-hmm. Favorite movie of all time? Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can give like a serious and a comedy if you want. Okay, good. Um, Elf, because I love Christmas and Will Ferrell and Elf is great. Elf. The syrup junkie. <sighs> I know, he's <laughs> syrup. His was actual syrup, not the figs. And then um, uh, Inglorious Bastards. That's a good movie. I love it. Yeah, that's a good movie. Last book read. Oh, last book read? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark Roberts. <laughs> Did you read it? Robert's Rules? <laughs> yeah. It's on my desk right now. <laughs> Robert's Rules. Yes, sir. <laughs> you learn a lot in that thing. Favorite TV show? Uh, TV show... I love Modern Family. Great show. Yeah. Favorite. Sophia Vergara. That's a great, mo- great show. It is a great show. Favorite type of music? Oh, reggaeton. Reggaeton. Surprise. <laughs> White girl that loves reggaeton. That's right. Mentor. Do you have a mentor in this business? Well, after. Life? Uh, Mark Roberts. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> after the book I read. That's right. 
favorite. This is not a promo deal for Mark Roberts, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> favorite. I was getting trying to get Mark Roberts on the show. He's, he's refused. <laughs> oh, really? Favorite. Yeah. Favorite quote. Favorite quote. Hold on, I got it. Oh, actually, no. Mine's a, it's going to be a Dr. Seuss quote. Really? Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh no! How am I forgetting my favorite quote? Hold on. Listeners want to know. I know. Give me a minute. It's Dr. Seuss, and I'm forgetting. <laughs> uh, oh, if you never had, you should. These things are fun, and fun is good. Nice. Nice. If you could have one thing on a billboard, one phrase or one word that mm-hmm. everyone would see when they drive by it, what would that be? Smile. Smile. Yeah. Awesome. Amanda, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Yeah, of course. I appreciate See it. See you at the gym tomorrow? Absolutely. All Can't right. wait. Anatomy. Anatomy at 1220. <laughs> and hold on. You can follow Amanda at? Amanda Cerny or at Amanda Cerny on Facebook or at Amanda Cerny on Twitter. <laughs> it's at Amanda Cerny on everything. On everything. Mm-hmm. Awesome content. Really funny. Great stuff. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you.